so so 9-11 <laughs> that's not where i was gonna start <laughs> i don't know why my brain but like so let's talk about the intricacies of why bush fit did 9-11 yeah right right well oh dude that does lead into a theory though that i should not get into on this episode because it's not my episode but i was talking to my lovely wife about it and um today i don't know i don't know if you're celebrating um if you are then you know Happy, happy, no, but happy National Day of Jihad, which is today. Um, and? And? It's Friday the 13th. Oh, it's Friday the 13th, yeah. Um, but which yeah, it, no, I mean, the, there was, I had a whole theory I came up with about, you know, the Hamas attacks on Israel, which oh, yeah. we're all very upset about, rightfully so. Uh, today's National Day of Jihad. We'll see what happens. I don't know. We get bombed. We get bombed. It is what it is. Um, I'm ready for death. I mean, it's. I've been yeah. ready. I'm like, I'm, I, I can't, I can't waste my energy thinking about that when I could instead be spending my energy focused on this podcast. So Yes, because, Greg, today I, I'm starting us off down a, a rabbit hole here. So. Okay, but before we go, can we intro the show? Holy crap, yeah, it's been a minute since we recorded. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Zeitgeist Podcast. My name's Nick. And my name's Greg. Nick, carry on. Okay. Take us down this lovely, beautiful rabbit hole of yours. Okay, well, the first, when you think of rabbit holes... Think of rap. Think of the rabbit hole iceberg. Oh, you know the iceberg video, like iceberg videos. Oh yeah, I thought. Okay, I was like, all right, I was thinking of a literal iceberg with rabbit holes in it, and now that's another theory. That's a whole thing. <laughs> that's another thing. But this one, I, I've been down. <sighs> the past two weeks of my life have been shrouded in confusion, mystery, and all sorts of just crap on the internet i don't know my brain has been scrambled it started off with one youtube video which led to another youtube video which led to another youtube video which led to reddit which led to 4chan which led to 420 chan which led to the dark web i went on a lot of dot onion sites it's all connected that's like that's the mission statement of our show right there everything you just said and let me tell you once you go from youtube to reddit there's no going back reddit Mm -hmm. sucks you in and if you're listening to this you know and it's you know reddit Reddit is gateway crazy absolutely oh yeah and then you when you get to 4chan who boy i've never i've never gotten that far you've you've delved way deeper into the depths 4chan is pre-reddit and it is it's nasty. Oh, I, I I know of it. I just haven't gone. And you're not I, even supposed to. The rule, the fact that I'm even talking about 4chan is is a taboo. You're never. 4chan works like Fight Club. You're not really? supposed to talk about 4chan in the real life. In real life, it's like a thing. But even, even if I'm referencing the the news anchors I mean, talking about the do hacker anyway. named 4chan, you know this hacker 4chan oh my God. is out there, you know, uh, selling people's nudes or whatever crap. Well, I don't like, remember what it was. People still like will talk about it and bring up stories from it, but like if you're like an avid 4chaner, you just don't talk about 4chan. Okay, the, I will say this: 4chan was one of the formative memes when I was understanding memes. I believe that's where Shrek is love, Shrek is life originated. You are correct. Yeah, so I, I thank them for that, but. And also the backrooms. Yeah, the sure. backrooms did start as a writing. It was started from po- someone posted a picture and said, yeah. like, caption, write, write a story about. The- it was like a writing exercise. Right, right. So credit for that, because honestly, and frankly, I think backrooms have jumped the shark at this point. I don't think everything needs to have a monster to be scary. But- no, no, no. And then. And so, sorry to go on a tangent. I don't know. Yeah. I love. I'm, I'm taking you on this tangent. It's my bad. No, I know. I love the backrooms. Liminal space stuff is. It, I this new direction of horror I think is really cool. It's like mm. about uncomfortableness rather than like right. I think that's what makes like the backrooms and the liminal spaces so creepy. It's just the 
uncomfortable unknown tension of being in this space that is supposed to be safe but it's not that's what i love it's like being lost at like the state fair you know which i have been when i was a kid it's terrifying it's that feeling though i that's what i feel when i'm thinking like like i watched uh a YouTube video, somebody rendered the pool rooms, right? Oh, Which is yeah. everyone's favorite background. There's so many games now. And oh, it, it's yeah. It's so fun oh, to yeah. explore those spaces. But in the pool rooms, he's like, the whole video, he's, you know, obviously it's all rendered. We all know it's fake. The water doesn't move, whatever. But he's like going through it. And the whole time, you just have this feeling of being lost. And that's like the part that like gives me chills. Because I remember being that little kid. You know, and like not knowing where anyone was. It's just a sea of people and you feel like you're safe and you feel like you're at a fun place. But actually, it's incredibly dangerous. And that's what I love about it. In fact, we're, we're in a liminal space right now where we're recording this. We're oh, yeah, em- I felt that. Yeah, empty office building. Like it's it's very much that vibe. So like I'm very also very big into analog horror series like, yeah. you know, like uh, Mandela, like the Backroom series for by Kane Pixels is like the biggest one that blew up. Yeah, on YouTube. yeah. Funny story. He actually just did a recent liminal uh, series on YouTube based on the Dallas Valley View Mall, the abandoned mall. Really? Yeah. He, okay. He 3D modeled all of it. Wow. And it's so realistic. It's so Does good. He... He's not even from Texas. No. No. So he but hasn't he looked been up, there. You. So it's called The Oldest View. It's by Kane Pixels, the guy that made basically made the back rooms as popular as it is. Right. Yeah. It's and what brought had, it to the, the normal folks. Well, he's currently working with A24, the music, the, the music, the <laughs> movie studio to make a yeah. theatrical backrooms movie. They, they're at first they were like, Hey, we want to buy like your property. And he was like, Oh, you can make it if I direct it. And yeah. he's 17. Oh, he's 17. Di- yeah. And he said, I can only film on the summer because I'm, I'm, I'm in school. Wow. That's that's super impressive. But I yeah, just, I hope he doesn't flood it with a bunch of various monsters and stuff. I get that's where people want it to go. I just think that kind of takes away from so the the he, origins of it. So he, uh, we're going down this weird rap backrooms tangent it's right now. It's because we mentioned 4chan. This is what so always happens. I'll, I'll cap it off with this. Kane Pixels, I think th- there's the backrooms lore where it's like. Kind of like how Slenderman kind of became its own thing, and there's lore. Right. People, the internet ran wild, and I can see the fun and like crafting your own world and story and levels and different like. Uh, there's like the the nostalgia rooms and the Hello Kitty room and the right. shadow people. Like I can see how that is fun, and you can create like games and books and shows off of that. What Kane does is like he still revolves around that liminal like uncomfortableness good and then there is a monster but not in the, like a very subtle monster and it's like it's not the fact that there's a monster that kills it's, it there me, is a threat but you don't know what that, threat that is. that's what i like i'm saying i i just when there's like a clearly vivid like look at this weird pixelated thing i'm just like it kind of kills it for me i'm like oh that's not scary anymore because it's the unknown that like is making me yeah. feel chills you like know? his initial video that blew up that has like 50 million views 50 his, million. So his, his, like, found footage video, there is a monster in that initial one as, like, the ending jump scare kind of thing. But in the past, like, 20 videos, it's never seen again. You have yet to see that monster again. And, and yeah, and, like, if it's, like, an ending jump scare, like, okay, I get it. But, you know, this is this is where I think it could go wrong theatrically. Cloverfield. Freaking Cloverfield, Well, bro. the paradox – Cloverfield paradox ruined it. Well, the, the original one, too, was, like – I mean, I just remember being like, what the heck, man? Like, I loved it. I, did you? Because I don't I, remember. I mean, we watched it together. I guess we had different ideas of it at the see, time. See, I've always been – I like horror. I love – found footage horror is my favorite genre because it – like, 
going back to like the Blair Witch or even Paranormal Activity, it's meant to feel real. Right. Like they even they don't put credits in the movie. Like if you've done the research on the Blair Witch, like this was in the early internet when this came out. They had like a missing persons website. They had mm-hmm. ad campaigns. Like, have you seen these kids? Like mm-hmm. people thought this oh, was yeah. they didn't put any credits. It just said FBI footage. They played this and then it just ends. And there's no credits. Everyone's like are these kids like dead? The actors like, even had to sign an agreement not to appear in public for exactly, like a year. Exactly. Like, but I think we it's talked so about that good. Before. Yeah, like, but but with Cloverfield, the thing that I think bothered me was like, it was like, okay, there's a monster, and we'll let you see parts of the monster, and then at the very end, you kind of see the monster. But it, I'm like, I don't know. Like for me, it was like one foot in, one foot out. You know? Yeah, I, I think that's what bothered me. I think it was in them. Excuse me. It's like in the infancy of like found footage, like yeah, no, I mean it. I, I gotta give him credit. It was it was a new idea. It was meant to be like an action version. Well, and, I and think it was everyone. It was supposed to be like all on camcorders and crap, like because it's yeah, yeah I, whatever. Let's talk about what you came here to talk about. Yes. Um, so that yeah, thanks ahead. for the cold open. Um, yep. I do a lot of. If you want to check out more like backroomsy liminal stuff, I post about new stuff on my YouTube channel that oh, I'm doing. So go sweet. check it out. Uh, anyway, Greg, today we're talking about anti gravity. Oh, sweet. Like, uh, are we, are we talking legit like, anti-gravity technology? Like actually like we're going to teleport or not teleport. Uh, uh, like what's the word? Crap. What's the float. word? Float. We're going to, no, but not float. Hub, There's hover. a fancier word for it. Uh, and, uh, I can't op- think of it. Like I'm trying to do it right now. Like force fields. Gen- no, levitate. Levitate. Oh, gosh. Why was, was that so hard? Chris was, Angel does it, but he does it badly. Yeah, that's all camera tricks. Yeah. <laughs> to go on another tangent, have you seen, like, have you watched a Chris Angel episode recently? Not recently, They are no. so, it's so early 2000s, it's funny. It's so funny. It, like, it was fitting back then. Well, there's the there's the one episode where he's in, like, that one hotel in Vegas that's, like, a big pyramid. Mm-hmm. And he, like, floats out into the pyramid because, like, the rooms are stacked up on the side of the oh, pyramid. Yeah, and, like, yeah. there's a big open space. He, like, levitates there. They interview this old lady that goes, I went out of my room at, like, midnight and saw this guy just floating there. And I said, that's odd. And then went back to my room. <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> You never know what like, you're wow, going to get. Wow, these performers are really crazy. Oh, yeah. anyway. Anyway, I won, I won 20 bucks in the slap machines. <laughs> I'm going back. All right. So levitating, anti-gravity technology, force fields, ray guns, the way, manipulating gravity. Yes. It's possible. We have the technology. Government's silencing it. Easy okay. Easy. All right. Well, that's the episode, guys. So uh, check out our links to our TikTok. Um, no, go ahead. Please. I'm really interested. So this is this is where my descent into madness started. Was this was a video by I can't remember his name and I don't have it pulled up, but it was um, barely sociable on okay. YouTube. He does a, a, di- a big deep dive into this scientist who I believe uh, like 10 or so years ago. And people are just now writing about this because um, the scientist who discovered this, her name is Dr. Ning Li. Okay. She is a phenomenal um, physicist who has given who gave multiple talks saying they she's written paper after paper approving uh, different uh, uh, articles and research papers that are in like the Journal of Science, uh, Journal of Nature, like. Confirmed okay. academic sources that they have the ability and the technology to create anti-gravity force fields, uh, f- ray guns, and force fields. Wow. So it's like she's not like 
us, <laughs> you know. No, she's very she smart. She just made this stuff up. Like she actually like has done the experiments to determine that at least in theory this could work. No, she has. She's made. She they've created it. Wait. She has video of so actually, the technology working. She made a ray gun. Like she a made a force field generator. What? Yeah, and guess what? Uh, the government doesn't want you to see it. No, she's been missing for ten years. Oh, oh. Wait, okay, so you said it was Ning Li. Is she part of the Chinese government? No, like, she was she, she was wor- in, working for the University of Alabama. Okay, interesting. She's an American. Um, I mean, I, that, that, I'm not trying to be, you know, prejudiced or whatever. I'm no, just curious because no, China ch- would She's a Chinese people. descendant. She's just right. born and raised in America. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but she worked for the University of Alabama. Um, they came up with the technology. I'm kind of doing this off the top of my head so I don't have to read an entire article. Mm-hmm. Basically... And this article even references that one video, so this guy kind of broke broke this whole story wide open. So basically, she started her research back in the, the 1991 to 1993. It was when she started writing papers on it, doing the formulas and calculations, and it wasn't until the 2000s and the, early, the late 1990s mm-hmm. where she actually was able to demonstrate her research in front of officials for a technology magazine called Popular Mechanics, where they took pictures of this device, which was a 12-inch disc that actually takes the force of gravity and shifts it. They're able to take gravitational forces and manipulate them at their own wi- at, at will. Wow. And the thing is, we have this technology, but the problem behind it is that in order to do it, it has to be at like almost like absolute zero temperatures because uh-huh. it gets so hot. To I do see. It. it has to it involves like superconductors and magnets and in order for so very costly energy wise oh, to yeah. do it very but it can very be done. yes it can be done but she was able to do this with a 12 inch disc at room temperature which is like kind of what they're trying to do with like nuclear fission or right. f- no fusion. fusion fusion which they yes. have done cold fusion let's talk about that in another episode but yeah let's yeah. that guy which also ha- got disappeared yes they did and they have also done room temperature fusion which is insane so they right. don't have to have machines that soup that co- to right. super cool the right. superconductors exactly and that's that was the idea is like hey you can have energy for your home from like a small device that just sits on your you know island or you can power your car you know without having any excess uh, heat but what's interesting is like yeah popular mechanics is a legitimate publication i read mm-hmm. them but they also do a lot of stuff that's like hey this could work in theory but it sounds like she really demonstrated a yeah. working prototype so like what she did was it was a 12 inch disc like think of like a vinyl record right it looks like a vinyl record yeah i think it's like an inch thick yeah and it, and, plays, and, and it plays the bgs yeah when you turn it yeah. on it plays the b52s rock lobster yeah, of course yeah and on the other side is the BGs. because guess what it wasn't a rock it was a rock lobster it was ro- right right yeah <laughs> anyone knows that <laughs> yeah because it wasn't a rock yeah <laughs> <laughs> it also was a do you sing brick house too uh, no, Brickhouse was uh, Love Commodores. Shack. Love Shack is beefy. Yeah, yeah, so Love it. Shack. Love Shack. But also Commodores. Shout out to them. Oh, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So what? after she gave this demonstration, so basically it has these ridges in it that also looks like a vinyl record. And whenever she turned this device on, it basically, it's invisible, but basically what it would do is it would generate a little bubble like a force field. And when mm-hmm. objects, objects w- couldn't pass through it. Like, it felt like you were touching a wall. Dude, you think of what I'm thinking? What? We just build, like, a like a suit out of this stuff, right? And then nothing touches you. And then you just, yeah, you just run right into a war zone, right? And you're just friggin' like, you know, and it's all bouncing right off of you. Yeah. 
So like you're Superman. Yeah, exactly. You're invulnerable. Yeah. I mean, like I don't think it. I think it works the same. I think in this demonstration, it didn't work like. Not that like you're hitting a wall, but like, it was forceful enough to like, ima- like opposite ends of a magnet, how they kind of repel. I see. That's kind of the force it was. Well, like it repelled it away. That's true because if we think about it, it really doesn't take much force to beat gravity. Otherwise, none of us would be able to jump. Yes, but um, so, so yeah, actually, you'd probably still die instantly because the velocity of a bullet is well past what right what gravity could produce. But like, in this prototype. It's not, I think it involves like manipulating electrical currents and magnetism to then shift the force of gravity and Mm -hmm. do this at room temperatures with little power consumption. Which is crazy. Yes. I don't understand how any of that could work. I don't either. And I've read the articles, I've watched the videos, and it is insane. She basically, she claims that her work is referred to as not manipulating gravity, but taming it, understanding it, and using it to humanity's advantage and better its future. Lowering its power consumption, lowering its fossil fuel costs, because they said they can apply this to vehicles, to weaponry, to almost anything, and we could like be on our way to a like type one, type two civilization, man. Once so, we master our gravity, we can right. evolve as a species. So why, I mean, to use the, the Peter Griffin meme, why aren't we funding this? <laughs> uh, why do you think the big dogs up top don't want this information getting out? Because once she did this, she left the University of Alabama to form her own company, and I'm putting that in quotes, nah. form her own company to uh, called like anti-gravity science or something, like, and it just hasn't been heard from since. But occasional articles will pop up from her over these past years about new discoveries so the theory is that she was contracted in secret by the government to develop this technology further oh so she's not like it wasn't like you know take her out no they wanted to silence her from publicizing this technology mm. so it wouldn't fall into the wrong hands and all it takes is several million dollars a year exactly because honestly that's all it would take for me but her look i figured out cold fusion i'll give you two million dollars a year Mm -hmm. nobody has to know Hey, I have a way to make it so that we can all live with just one single pill a day and no food. Well, I'll give you $5 million a year. Okay. Nobody has to know. You okay. Know? Yeah. I can be bought. I would do it for like 500000 a year. I would do it for like five bucks. No, not really. <laughs> five bucks? <laughs> what? Have you seen the Ren and Stimpy bit? No, I haven't. There, he goes, hey, would you sell out your friend Ren for five bucks? And like Stimpy's like, Mm-mm, no way, not even a million dollars. He's like, not even two million. He's like, no way. And he goes to Ren. He's like, hey, I've got five bucks. Five bucks? What do you want me to do? <laughs> That's such, that, that show is like, honestly, it messed us up, I'm sure, as kids. But it's, it's actually really funny. Well, the creator's a pedophile, so. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, he's in jail. Oh, wait, was... The creator of Ren and Stimpy, he's a bad guy. I know, but was that the guy that, um, what's his name? I don't want to, like, if he's not guilty, I don't want to, like, out him. But, like, the guy that did a bunch of Nickelodeon shows? He did. I believe he worked on, like, Rocco's Modern Life, too. But he created oh, different Ren guy and then. Stimpy. Different guy. Okay. Well, that, all right, that took a turn. Let's, let's carry on. <laughs> anyway, so basically, like, her son is, like, still doing interviews and stuff because he hasn't heard from his mom either. Her last mm. correspondence was in 2003 when apparently she was giving updates that she had been able to 
use this technology to develop like a force a force ray gun like a gun that shoots these force bullet like force beams out of electricity that basically just destroy anything in its path and then we're able to do it with like very very minimal power loss but maximum power output wow so like i said i've got a lot of these stories that i've gone down and this is just one of them there's not much to it other than that is that this technology is is there is, it exists there are videos of her giving these talks there are documents about this prototype and people have yet to replicate it because a lot of it is not out for the public but like there's pictures of the prototype but not like the intricacies of how it works well sure cuz she would have patented it right so obviously she was going to keep it close I, to the vest i don't know if they patented or not I well if you i did. feel like if it's military or government technology you don't need a patent Yes. Um, but if, it, if you're going to be selling it, you do. And it's really, I can sell it without a patent, but then somebody can come along and be like, well, I made this, you know, and then, yeah. then and I can't that, sell I mean, it anymore. The biggest thing is that, because this article was written July 2023, actually. About, recent. Yeah, recent, but like, it's been going on for some time. And the fact that, and there are other scientists that I believe, there are a few other scientists that did come out and say that they were able to replicate this technology, and whenever they did, they 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 also just kind of fell off the earth. They just kind of disappeared. Oh, interesting. So they're thinking, but a couple other ones have also like somewhat popped up every so often. So they think they might all be getting contracted by the government to develop this technology further. Well, okay. I just I don't know. I feel like we know that this is real technology. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering like what are they using it for? Because I feel like we would have like, weapons. Clearly weapons. I know, but like it hasn't been used anywhere. I think they're. Prob- Are they just like holding on to it just in case, or like? Probably. I would start blasting some fools, man. I mean, think about. Th- one theory is you think about this. After the two thousands hit, and kind of like the twenty first century, how often, and especially in the past few years, do you, the amount of UFO sightings there are. Mm-hmm. Who's not to say that's just different governments experimenting with their anti-gravity technology? Hmm. Rather than aliens, a more plausible example, since this technology is real and replicatable, that they're not putting this into practice in everyday objects, or into, like, the cigar-shaped objects, or, like, those cylindrical ones, or just the lights in the sky. They are just... And they are spinning the story of... They don't know what it is, or they're mm-hmm. unidentified. Rather than back in like the nine, the nineteenth, the twentieth century, mm-hmm. when like, oh, you're crazy, that's not real. To now, like, we just don't know what they are. It could be aliens. They're slowly, you know, that integrating. is curious, isn't it? Exactly. Hmm. Disclosure is happening slowly. But even then, it's more like it, it takes the heat off because then you're like, oh well, this is happening, but I don't know. Instead exactly. of instead of denying it, because when they deny things, as, they as look I more will, guilty. As I will talk about in a future episode, um, several probably. But as they deny things, people are going to be like, "Well, wait a second. Like, I think they're I think they're not telling the truth here." But if they at least acknowledge it and then back off and like, I don't know, you guys figure it out, then they can keep doing whatever they want, and we won't really question them anymore. Exactly. Oh, evil geniuses. Mm-hmm. So that's and then and that's. As much as I still do believe that aliens exist, 
I don't believe it's to the extent of like the men in black and they're they're working with the government and blah blah blah. I think that they exist in a way that they are they are there might be civilizations out there that are more advanced than us or similarly advanced as us and it's just hard to communicate. Well, because I mean, we know where how far did uh how far did that probe go? I think there's a probe reaching Neptune soon if it well, hasn't reached it already. Well, once past Pluto. Okay, so we know all of our immediate neighbors, planet-wise, and we're pretty confident there ain't nobody there. So well, there was there one are, that went to Pluto, and I think there's one going to Neptune because it was just, just trajectories of the right. probe itself. Right, and, and the planets are moving too. But like, like we know, we're, pre- we're fairly confident of the planets that are close to us probably don't have any anybody else. But if you go to another galaxy... I mean, just as difficult for us to reach another galaxy, it would be just as hard for them, you know? Like, like, with all, like, with, and another video that that I went to after learning about this anti-gravity stuff is how much they've discovered with the James Webb's telescope since it's been in in use. Oh, okay. You want to talk about that? Yeah, like, because that's pretty short. Like, it's it's nothing monumental because, like, they're going to need years and years of research to use this. But they've already determined, like... With the Hubble telescope and Einstein's theory of relativity and all that, they were determined, and they determined that like the universe is expanding mm-hmm. in a way, like right. the cosmic background and stuff. Right. And actually, that the static on your TV is actually signal from the uni- is actually the cosmic snow of the universe because it's the antennas picking oh. up just the cosmic noise. Interesting. Yeah. So that's that's a fun fact I learned. That is a fun fact. But they learned that they were able to see the farthest point back in time because when you look into space you're looking right. at the like the past because right. of how far light has to travel right so they were able to determine like the, i think uh, the initial rough estimate of the universe was about 14 billion years old mm-hmm. like roughly they now believe that it's actually twice as old as really? they think it was just from like, looking back as yes, far as they because can because there was a theory that when light travels a certain distance it red shifts because like the wavelength of light has to get stretched out right, longer and longer right. and by so the it'll t- be more and more red than infrared and yes infra Ex- infinitely more infrared exactly so yeah but they're saying that that's not it, the one of them one theory was that the universe was static and light was just red shifting because of how far the light was traveling now the uh, then the new theory was that oh no the universe is expanding Mm-hmm. And it's moving farther away, mm-hmm. which is why it's also that. Now they think it's actually both of those things. That the universe is expanding. It's expanding slower than we think it is. Yeah. It's older than we think it is. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more things at play than we initially thought. Mm-hmm. That's why every all of that stuff is considered theories. Right. Because it's forever changing. There's never a fact like the universe is this old because – Mm-hmm. It's just a theory based on the evidence and the technology of the time. Right. Yeah, we can't. I mean, there's nobody. If somebody were to conclusively say how old the universe is or how much it's expanded. They from would the need like proof. Like, proof. I'm like, I mean, you. There, there's no way. These are so much bigger than us. Like, we're just all of us, every single person out there, yourself included. I don't care if you're male or female. We're all just dudes. And we're, we're all, all dudes. Just, we're I'm all, a dude. Right. He's a dude. <laughs> And we're all just dudes at this moment in time trying to figure out what we can, just like every other dude before us at their moments in time, we're trying to figure out everything they can, and we're not going to have it all figured out, and we're never going to. So all you people that are on your high horses, I'm going to come over there and kick you off because you don't know any better than the guy in the 1800s did, than Sir Isaac Newton did, than Galileo did. They all did the best they could with the information they had, and you know what? 
there's going to be more information for the people after us than we had, and they're going to look at us the same a way. A lot of them died for what they discovered. Galileo was executed. Yeah, that's they facts, said, yeah. He was a blasphemer. Yeah. But then like, and then everyone in the future is like, yeah. he was right. No, they're like, he was right. Sorry. And also, the book doesn't quite say that either, so... Kind of misread that one. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, dude. My, my bad. But yeah, no, that's okay. All of this is super interesting, and I, I like. I, I think the the UFO angle makes sense. Occam's razor. Yeah. You know, which I shave with every morning. Oh yeah. Um, Occam uh, sponsored by Occam's <laughs> razor. Occam's razors. Um, You've it, heard of Manscaped. <laughs> Get ready for Occam's razor. And, and it just it cut makes, your balls off. It makes it. Oh whoa, that's unexpected. But you know what? I'd probably be a little bit more comfortable down there, but yeah. I just didn't have them. Because mine are just so large and just, just swinging around. I'm tired of bringing this wheelbarrow everywhere with me, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Barely fits in my car. You know? <laughs> I mean, try finding a seat on a train or a plane, dude. I mean, you got to buy, buy two tickets. I, I buy two rows, man. <laughs> just, it's crazy how much money I spend One just to travel. One for each ball. Yeah. <laughs> I just sit in the middle aisle. <laughs> it's a nice couch. Just uh, please be careful. They're trying just to push the drink. It. They're trying to push the drink card, and they're like, "Oh, pardon me. Let me stand up really quick. You know, you go just go under me." <laughs> I got. I'm caked up in the front. Oh gosh. All right. No, what I was gonna say is um, that, like, if you just apply that to this, knowing that this technology exists, that's the simplest solution. Most likely, be the truth. So, what do you think, dear listener? about ray guns and force fields and if the government is hiding it from us and if it's going to be used in the upcoming world war three uh and if so i hope that we are the ones using it and not having it used against us um well yeah we'll see but i think that a lot of this technology does exist and i think that like you said in in all seriousness, Occam's razor is the thing. I think a mm-hmm. lot of this is just man-made technology that we are just unaware of there's a lot of technology that exists and quickly gets swept under the rug because it can be used for nefarious purposes. Right, and so, will be like, if it's not could already. Could it be for the general safety of the public? Maybe. Maybe that is the case. Maybe I mean, there are. I I am very much an optimist, and I like to believe that people. There are a lot more good people than bad people. It's just there's a lot of bad people that have a lot of power, and they're a lot louder than the good people. You know what the most upsetting part of this is, what? to me, genuinely. This, she had this technology in the late 90s, right? Yeah. We could have had the Back to the Future floating skateboard. The guy in the video says oh, that, dude. Did? Yes. Dude, we could have had it, man. And, like, maybe in a different timeline we do. But, like, but somebody came in and just took that from us. They stole that from us. Oh, my God. <sighs> and now we'll never know. We'll never know what it could have been like to live in the future from Back to the Future. You mean maybe there maybe there is a timeline out there where that exists. It probably is, probably is. So, so dear dear listeners, this is a little shorter one, but this is an episode of a new segment I'd like to call mysteries, little mysteries, L- little mysteries. Rather than being the big apocalyptic things that I always like to talk about, which I still like to talk about, these are. Just the weirdest little rabbit holes I've been down lately. Mm-hmm. I've been in very deep spots, is it, there's and just that do not have a ton of information or are still mm-hmm. ongoing. Yeah. So, or can I offer little wonders? I like little wonders. Yeah. Because a lot of them can just be fantastical. A lot of these are going to get dark. Mm-hmm. 
These small hours, these twists and turns of fate. So if we talk about little wonders or little mysteries or internet mysteries, they're going to be just little nuggets of weird things Mm -hmm. that I have discovered recently. And we're going to talk about them because there's just not a lot of information. I just really want to know what this, what people need. People Mm -hmm. need to know about this stuff because some of it can be dangerous or some of it can be helpful. Mm -hmm. That's up to you to decide. Yeah. As time falls away in these small hours. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You finally got it. Little right. Wonders. Uh, no, Little Mysteries is good, but let's do Lil with a with an L-I-L apostrophe. Yes. Yeah. And then we'll have like Lil a Mysteries. rap, like a beat intro. Yeah, so so that it's not like the song Little Wonders. Like It'll we don't like, want to. Lil yeah. Wonders. Yeah. Like a, like a, like what's the, like the producer like tag at the beginning of songs. Like, yeah. Like mustard on a beat. Yeah, no? that's right. Mustard yeah. on a beat. Yeah, but, it, but well, do you want it to be Lil Wonders then and just make it a little bit more G? Or do you want to do Little Mysteries? I don't I mean, I don't care. I don't know. I, just whatever. Whatever you'll just, see it, you'll see it in the title of the episode. So if you're still listening, it'll be a little something. If you're still listening, it doesn't matter. You already know. We've already figured it out in post. But go ahead and check out all of our various socials: YouTube and TikTok and X. Um, Ugh. Yeah, and uh, screw you, Elon. And uh, you can email us at thezeitguyspod at gmail.com. Send us your theories or, you know, fight with us if you want. Or you can just fight with us in the TikTok comment section like everybody else does. Uh, and we will probably not respond. But you might be one of the lucky ones that we do. And if we do respond, maybe you get some merch also, that we don't have. I'm going to tease this now. I have set up a time to actually interview my uncle who owns the Denver who owned the Denver land yes I'm going to talk to him I do not know how factual he's going to be but he's going to give his side of the story he needs to prove convincingly how far that land is from the rest of Denver and I'm, I'm talking take one of those wheel things and walk out and show people hey this is how far the airport is because everybody telling me it's 15 minutes it ain't 15 minutes <sighs> it's not 15 minutes it's much further than that Yep. Anyway, that's all for this one. See you next time. All right. See you next time.